by Lolita, San Diego's best Mexican food since 1984. Now huddle up. Here's the coach, John Quintera, on 97.3 The Fan. Well, thanks for joining us tonight on the High School Football Show, brought to you by Lolita's Mexican Food. Again, if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, at CoachCantera44. Again, uh, tomorrow night, we've got the uh, semifinals in Division One. Boy, it's going to be a good one tomorrow night. you got the Helix Highlanders, 7-4, and four, with their big back, uh, Elion Noah, going down to Eastlake to take on the Titans, 10-1. and one. The Titans' only loss was in Game 1. When they uh, got shut out by uh, the number one team in San Diego, Torrey Pines, thirteen to nothing. We'll have the ball game for you tomorrow night, and of course, uh, you tune in tomorrow afternoon, uh, three to seven. The Gwen and Chris show will be down there on campus at East Lake, and then Braden Surprendent and yours truly will take over right there at uh, kickoff time. And then on Saturday, we're going to be down at Southwestern College for the Open Division Championship game between Cathedral Catholic and Torrey Pines. Uh, that game was originally scheduled to be a 7 o'clock kickoff, but you've got a bowl game down there between Palomar and Southwestern College, so they've moved the Open Division Championship game to 7.30, and we'll have a pregame show. We'll have a half-hour pregame show getting underway at 7, and the ball game will get underway at 7.30, and you'll hear all the action right here on 97.3 The Fan. Also want to remind everyone, for uh, the CIF San Diego Section Football Championship game tickets. They're on sale right now, and uh, right now they're on sale at Torrey Pines and Cathedral because that championship game is on Saturday. So if you need to get tickets, uh, go by Torrey Pines or Cathedral tomorrow uh, while they're in session. And then all the other participating schools are in the semis tomorrow night. They win. They'll be on sale uh, starting on Monday on their campus. Of course, everybody going to be uh, in school for uh, two or three days and then the Thanksgiving break, but uh, it really uh, behoove you to get those tickets in advance. Uh, tickets going to be on sale uh, on game days at Southwestern College at the football field three hours prior to each game. Tickets are going to be $15 for adults, 9 for students and seniors, and there will be a $10 uh, parking charge per car. And uh, they, uh, CIF and Commissioner Schneep, who joined us earlier, said get there early and avoid the lines for the San Diego CIF Section High School football championships again you can go to our website 973thefan.com uh, or 973sd.com and uh, get to our uh, uh, web page and we've got all of our interviews tonight from Sean Palma the running back from Cathedral Catholic uh, Chris Thompson the football coach from Mira Mesa Jerry Schneep and uh, getting up that one of Robbie Gilster. And, of course, when we sign off tonight, Braden and yours truly will be back on Facebook Live. So if you've got any questions, get those questions ready, and we will uh, get you the best answers we can. Well, Braden, uh, come on in here, buddy. And, uh, boy, uh, you and I are going to have a lot of fun the next couple of nights. Yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, just to confirm, the Rob Gilster interview is on the website. So all of the interviews we had today are all on the website. If you missed any of it, Sean Poma, Jerry Schneep, uh, the commissioner of CIF, of course, uh, head coach of Mira Mesa, Chris Thompson, and then the head coach of Valley Center, uh, Rob Gilster. So if you need something to listen to when you're driving out to one of those games, listen to some of the interviews with the coaches, find out you know what you need to know about going to the CIF championship games. We got it all covered for you on 97.3thefansd.com. All right, Braden, let's uh, start taking a look at the games. And let's go back to last Saturday night because uh, 
They had the uh, eight-man championship uh, last uh, Saturday night down at Mission Bay High School, and Foothills Christian had a, a magical run. They uh, finished the year 9-2. and two. They easily got by the San Diego Jewish Academy 41-14, to 14, but a good year for the Jewish Academy, 6-3. Uh, and three. So that turned out to be, uh, I think both teams had a nice season, but Foothills Christian, obviously the dominant team in the eight-man division. Yeah, Foothills Christian was the dominant force uh, pretty much all season in the eight-man uh, division. No surprise there in the way they won and how they won, but... But, you know, tip your cap to uh, the Jewish Academy for having a, a great season of themselves, making it to the championship. They upset uh, the number two seed the week before. So, you know, it's a good season for the Jewish Academy. And, uh, you know, congrats to Foothills Christian on winning the eight-man championship. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to Division 5. Let's start off. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game tomorrow night, and you're going to tell everybody why here in a minute. But the matchup is going to be number three, Francis Parker, taking on number two, uh, Tri-City Christian. Francis Parker will come into the ball game tomorrow night at 10-1. and A nice win last week over San Diego Southwest, 41-15. to And uh, Tri-City Christian, 9-2. and uh, They blasted Calipatria last week, 54-14. to so this is a rematch of uh, the two teams playing each other earlier this year, and Francis Parker's only blemish on the year is a loss to Tri-City Christian, uh, so that's going to play an effect. And Tri-City Christian won that game 27-12, to if I'm not mistaken, so we'll see how this one goes. Look out for Ryan Sanborn. He's a quarterback of Francis Parker. He's also a really good kicker and punter. He's committed to Stanford, so uh, he's somebody to watch, but I think Tri-City Christian gets it done. And the other uh, part of that uh, bracket, you got Holtville, a four-seed, coming off a nice win against Mountain Empire. 37 to 6. Uh, they're 8 and 2. They will travel up to take on Orange Glen. This is a great story, Orange Glen. They're 7 and 3. They're number one seed in Division 5. They drilled Maranatha Christian last week 48 to 7. Orange Glen's having the best season they've ever had in the last, you know, 20 something years uh, since the 1990s. And uh, a big part of that is because of Kale Patterson, their running back. He has uh, over 2,298 yards rushing this year, uh, receiving it on returns with uh, 1,800 yards, and uh, 24 of his 26 touchdowns are rushing this year. He's doing a great job uh, for Orange Glen, and I think he's the reason why Orange Glen will see themselves playing in a CIF championship game. Let's take you uh, Division Four, uh, Santana. We had uh, Coach Estes on uh, last week. Uh, they uh, had a nice win over Mar Vista on the road, twenty-three to six. Santana, the five seed in Division Four, they're seven and five. They're going down to Balboa Stadium to take on the Cavers, San Diego Cavers, the number one seed. They shut out Chula Vista, twenty-seven nothing, and the Cavers take the field tomorrow night with an eight and two mark. Yeah, the 8-2 mark led by their three-headed monster running backs, Raiden Hunter, Mo Jackson, and Jaden Wickware. Uh, Jaden Wickware is one of the uh, Silver Pigskin finalists. He won the fan vote, so you know he's going to be a great running back. But you got Raiden Hunter, just got an offer from the, the Naval Academy. And Mo Jackson, their sophomore, has been a you know a surprising up-and-coming uh, player for San Diego High as well. San Diego High just has a little bit too many weapons than St- Santana has. I think San Diego High wins it pretty convincingly. Uh, the other matchup in Division 4 tomorrow night, uh, the Kearney Comets, uh, the 2 C to 10 and 1. They destroyed Classical Academy last week 62 to 6. They will host at number 6 Sarah Conquistadors who had a nice win over Del Norte 41 to 30. And again Sarah 9 and 3 but Boy, I, I agree with you. Kearney, uh, they've had a real resurgence this year. Yeah, Kearney's really, they're really good. They got, they're got they led by the quarterback, Kenyon Williams. He's thrown for over 2,000 yards. You know, their offensive coordinator, Verlaine Batofi, has done a great job uh, getting that Kearney offense fiery and explosive and being able to move the ball. They've been able to put a lot of points on the board uh, throughout the season. I think Kearney gets it. If, as long as they take care of business and don't overlook Sarah, 
to think about San Diego High, a rematch that they want, their only blemish of the year, uh, they should be in pretty good shape. All right, moving to Division uh, Three, and again, uh, Braden and I are going to be on Facebook Live immediately following the show tonight. So, uh, uh, 97.3, uh, the fan, uh, our Facebook page, and if you got questions uh, or anything that maybe came up in the show, or you got a question about one of these playoff games, we'll be on uh, just a couple of minutes after we sign off. Let's go to Division. Uh, Three here. You've got the Morse uh, Tigers going on the road to take on number one seed Christian. Morse went down last week, Braden. They went down to the Imperial Valley. They uh, beat uh, Brawley 25 to uh, 14. They're the fifth seed in Division Three. They're seven and four. They're taking on Christian, who's 10 and one. Uh, they defeated University City in just a crazy game, 42 to 41. Yeah, more. I, I like this uh, this Morse team in this game. I think I think Christian's on upset alert. Uh, for this one, Morse is they got their great uh, all all over the place player in Shamar Martin. He's lighting it up all over the place uh, for the Morse Tigers. And uh, to me, this is going to be a game for Morse. They're a ground and pound team. They're going to try to run the ball pretty hard. Uh, when Christian played a, a team that could run the ball pretty hard, and I'm not saying Morse is like Cathedral, but the way they run the ball is similar. So, is Christian going to be able to slow them down? We'll find out. But um, this is my upset pick of the week. I got the I got the Morse Tigers this week. Well, a uh, team that upset uh, Monta Vista last week, Santa Fe Christian. They've got to go down into the Imperial Valley tomorrow night. Uh, Santa Fe Christian Eagles, uh, the sixth seed in Division Three, big win uh, ending Jamon McClendon's career at Monta Vista with a 27 to 17 victory. Uh, the Eagles eight and three. They're going to go down and take on Central, who pounded Imperial 34 to seven. Central, the number two seed in Division Three, 11 and 0 on the year. Santa Fe Christian has ended two running two of the top Silver Pigskin running back seasons this year with with uh, Dorian Richardson and then Jamal McClendon. So they're they they're defensively they can hang with a lot of teams. They got Carson Drake, who's a top uh, lineman offensively and defensively, has been a big impact player for them. the The drive to the desert is very tough, but. Nobody's talking about the Central team because they're out in El Central. They're a really good football team out there. They play really well. They're undefeated for a reason. I think it's going to be too far of a drive for Santa Fe Christian, and I think Central gets it done. All right, uh, moving to Division Two, and let's start with the game. We had both head coaches on tonight. We had Chris Thompson from Mira Mesa. The Marauders come in the seventh seed in Division Two. They're coming off a big win last week at Poway, twenty-eight to twenty-one. They will go up to Valley Center. Valley Center, the three seed in Division Three, they beat Vista. Really, they they beat them pretty good, twenty-six to seven. Valley Center right now eight and three on the year. Uh, you got some really good athletes at Mira Mesa. You got some uh, senior leadership and some big, strong guys up there at Valley Center. This ought to be a real physical football game, like Rob Gilster was talking about. That's going to be a great game up on the mountain. And if I, you know, you want a nice little road trip, I'd go up to I'd go up to Valley Center. It's a great place to watch a football game. The views are incredible up there at Valley Center. Um, but this is going to be a game between two quarterbacks that are top of the county and, and both seniors, Ricky Mazzetti of Valley Center, Noah Tumlin of Mira Mesa. They got weapons in, in Javel Brown at Mira Mesa, and then Ricky Mazzetti's got, you know, of course, his running back Mateo Sonoy and Tupac Turner, the wideout, and then you know Big Ed uh, on the on the offensive. Line Big for Edward Valley Hill. Center. Yeah, Big Edward Hill. So you know, this is going to be an interesting matchup to me. I think it's the game to watch the most, in my opinion, besides obviously our Eastlake uh, Helix game. Um, 
I, I could see Mira Mesa upsetting Valley Center, but I could all, I, it's it's going to be tough for me. Uh, I think Valley Center, I'm going to give them the home field advantage edge on this one. I think they win. Well, the other matchup in Division uh, 2 tomorrow night, you got 8 and 4 Lincoln uh, coming off a nice win against Point Loma, 35 to 21. They'll take on the number 1 seed Granite Hills who beat Ramona last week in a pretty good ball game, 27 to 14 and uh, going out to Granite Hills Stadium. Uh, that's a really cool place to to broadcast and to watch a football game. Yeah, that was a great place to watch it with the mountains in the background as you as you look upon and the the sunset uh, setting on the mountains as you get ready to call a high school football game. And it kind of the, the bleachers and the way the stadium set up it reminds me of like old school football. Um, you know, I remember when they used to be grass there, but now they got turf. Uh, but anyway, the Granite Hills game I, to me. It's going to be interesting because he or Lincoln's got a lot of weapons, and Don Chapman is going to be a problem for for Granite Hills to, to slow down and stop. And, and you saw that with the way Granite Hills played Helix and Elion Noah. So for me, it's going to be can can Granite Hills make some you know adjustments and try to play sound football and use their offensive line as an advantage in order to knock off Lincoln in this game. Well, one of the things Lincoln's going to have to be concerned with is Chris Ostring, who I think you and I both agree. We were pretty impressed with him. He can throw a little bit, but he's really good uh, back there running around. He he ran for a ton of yards last week. Yeah, he's fearless and he he's willing to you know sacrifice his body in order to get as many yards as possible. Uh, he's going to, I look for him to have a pretty big game. Look for uh, Don Chapman to have a pretty good game as well. As both of them are seniors and uh, one of them might be playing in this last high school football game. Tell you one last note on Lincoln. You know, after that forfeit, they've come back and played some really good football the last few weeks. Yeah, they've looked really good. You know, they knocked off Madison. They hammered Point Loma, and uh, they're they're starting to get on a roll here. All right, let's get to uh, Division One, and of course, the game we're going to have tomorrow night for you at seven o'clock. Uh, Helix and Eastlake. You'll hear it right here on ninety-seven three. The fan Helix the last week uh, pounded Grossmont sixty-eight to seven. They scored touchdowns on their first nine possessions in that game. Eastlake got by Oceanside twenty-nine-seven. Eastlake seven and four, uh, or excuse me, Helix seven and four. Eastlake ten and one. To me, this game is is going to come down to the scheduling and how these two teams played. Because you know, although Eastlake is ten and one, they really haven't been tested since Week One against Torrey Pines, which is a long time ago. So they haven't played a team like a Helix team or like a team that's really you know got a lot of weapons. So I'm curious to see how they react. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, McCurdy, their their middle linebacker. Right. Uh, I want to see him in person. And then of course we we were talking about this off air, but watching Michael Shawcroft play. Uh, middle linebacker is fun to watch. The San Diego State commit. It's going to be a battle between two top running or uh, two top uh, linebackers in the county, and I want to see the matchup of the one-on-one matchup of McCurdy trying to bring down Elion Noah and and the task that that's going to be. That's going to be a good one. And of course, we're going to have it for you right here on 97.3 The Fan. The other matchup uh, tomorrow night will be at Mesa College. you got Mission Hills 5-6, and six, taking on St. Augustine 8-3. and three. Uh, Mission Hills shut out La Costa Canyon 14 nothing. Not the same La Costa Canyon we saw the first five or six weeks of the season. And St. Augustine got by that Red Hot Steel Canyon team last week 28-21. to Yes, this one to me is going to come down to quarterback play. And it's either going to be Oxney or Armantrout at Mission Hills. And Oxney's won the last two games for Mission Hills in the playoffs. Uh, but St. Augustine's Angelo Peraza is, you know, I've seen him firsthand. He is able to run around and extend plays way more than any quarterback that I've seen, including Noah Tumlin, just the way he runs. And he's fearless and he's going he's gonna to run, you know, 50 yards 
behind the line of scrimmage if he has to to try to make a play happen. Uh, the thing that he runs into issues is just hucking it downfield. So it's whether or not Angelo Peraza can outplay uh, the quarterback play of whoever's going to play quarterback for Mission Hills uh, on Friday night. All right. And of course, Saturday night, uh, Braden and I are going to be at Southwestern College. Uh, the uh, kickoff is going to be at 7.30. We're going to have a full half-hour pregame show getting underway at 7. The Open Division Championship, you got number 2, Cathedral Catholic, who uh, just a boat race Carlsbad last Friday night in the game you heard here on 97.3 The Fan, 35 to nothing. They will go against 10-0, Torrey Pines, who's ranked number 1 in the Open Division. Torrey Pines fell behind 28-14 to against San Marcos. They rallied late and uh, walked away with a 35 to 28 win. And I thought Sean Palmer earlier tonight said, you know what? Uh, both teams know uh, one another's offense because both teams are wing T offenses. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it's a lot of familiarity. They're right down the street. This is a game. This is a game to me that everybody in August couldn't wait to see happen, either in the playoffs or the championship. I don't think everybody knew that this was going to be the Open Division Championship, but I think a lot of people in San Diego County were hoping to see these two teams play each other in the playoffs just because of the senior leadership that, that Torrey Pines has and the team that they had last year coming back with their offensive line and all the all the senior leading guys plus their running back, Mac Bingham. And then you got Cathedral Catholic. How are they going to bounce back in 2018 after a 5-7 and 2017? Their worst worst year in about 20 years uh, for Cathedral Catholic and the battle of the running backs is going to be great there's so many storylines with this that we'll talk about um, you know on Saturday but I can't wait for this game it's it's been a game that I've been hoping for to happen since since early August this year you know the thing and I'm not the biggest wing T guy in the world <laughs> okay I get it though and you know both teams run it as well as you can run it I think at the high school level but but the thing that I would say when you're looking for a good old-fashioned football game, this is going to be a good old-fashioned football game because, you know, both teams will throw it a little bit, but that's not what their bread and butter is. It's all about deception and, uh, you know, counter plays and, you know, running inside the tackles and getting outside every once in a while. But it's going to come down to what coaches always talk about, blocking and tackling more than anything else. Yeah, I was gonna. I was about to say we, we were talking about earlier this week. It's gonna come down to mano a mano, my guy versus your guy. Can can each one of your positions win the position battle and win the win the battle of the play to keep fighting the plays and you know hopefully win the game. All righty, Braden, uh, you and I will get a little rest the best we can, and we'll look forward to being down there at East Lake tomorrow afternoon. Again, the Gwen and Chris show will get underway uh, three to seven tomorrow at East Lake for Braden Suprenant, Coach John Cantera. Hope you'll tune in tomorrow night. We'll have a good one for you. Eastlake uh, hosting the Helix Highlanders in a Division I semi-ball game. Have a great night, everyone. Bye-bye.